This is the first census to be conducted primarily online. Uh, how will that work? What, what do we have to do? It is a very exciting and historic time for us. Uh, you know, the census comes around every 10 years, but this will be the first census where the people answering the questionnaires can do it online, they can do it by phone, or they can simply mail it in. So they have three options. And we, in our research indicates and our tests indicate that most people will select the internet option, uh, but they also could do it by phone or they can do it on paper. It's really their preference. What steps have you taken to ensure that the information we provide electronically uh, is secure and uh, isn't going to be hacked for whatever reason? That's a very good question. I can tell you that we have very secure systems. We've worked with the people that, uh, that do this, uh, the, the leaders in the industry, as well as in the, uh, the federal government to make sure that we have safeguards in place. So we have various layers of protections and redundancies and mitigation strategies, and we've been working on this for several years. Uh, we've tested it thoroughly, and it's up and running, uh, and people actually today are submitting their responses to the 2020 census. Not everyone has uh, internet service, of course. Uh, how do they participate? Well, again, if you don't have internet service, you may have access to a local service provider, such as the library. The libraries across America are opening the doors. And I've been in Detroit, and uh, the libraries there will be opening their doors to their communities. I'm also told that uh, there'll be special events at the recreation centers and other locations where people can get access uh, to the computers if they want to use the internet. Or, of course, if they have access to someone's smartphone, they can do it by internet. But if you don't, if you have any kind of a phone, and you can use a hard line or the old, uh, what I call the non-smartphones, you can call up our questionnaire assistance centers, and they will also walk you through it. They will take your information if you would like. And then if we don't uh, receive your response by the Internet or by phone, we will mail you uh, a questionnaire. So there are, there's a series of mailings. We remind you of your options. And uh, for most of the country, on the fourth mailing, they receive the questionnaire itself. And they can complete it and just drop it in the mail. Now, as you know, Detroit had one of the lowest response rates in the 2010 census among large cities. A lack of Internet service in some neighborhoods was one reason. We've been reporting on the amount of money that's at stake for Detroit and all of Michigan, which get federal money for important social programs based on census data. What are you doing to reach those hard-to-count areas of the country and boost response rates? That's a very good question, and it's a very important challenge. Uh, and uh, when I was in Detroit, uh, we went out to some of those communities, and we went out with the city leaders and with some of our partners. So the city of Detroit, which is an expansive area geographically, and now you have the neighborhoods uh, divided into wards. And uh, so there will be specific locations where people are encouraged to go to if they again if they if they want the internet access or if they want to use the phones but the partners that uh, are partnering within the city and within that community will be assisting with events and that sort of thing so we also have a capability called a mobile questionnaire assistance capability that will be very useful in the Detroit area uh, should they schedule certain events or locations where people would like to uh, submit their information or where they might be gathering. I know in Detroit, for example, I went to a very popular donut shop 
and it was decided then and there that, hey, that would be a great location to make sure we have people that are there to help assist people submit their information for the 2020 census. And then, of course, if over time and after uh, actually about two months, if we don't receive the information, we do have census takers that will go into those neighborhoods. They will knock on doors. Uh, we will do it in a very health conscious and uh, health safe way to to uh, collect the information uh, and to maybe leave the packets, etc. And also remind people again that they can do it by internet or by phone or by paper. So uh, we will be reaching out to the hard to count areas and we will be working with partners and Detroit has some great partners that made a major investment, very dedicated groups uh, that uh, I know I've been to some of the recreation centers and other areas where they intend to reach out to the communities and make sure that everyone is counted. And we've been at some of those events too and what we've learned in our reporting is that uh, the, the goal is to try to build trust in the process by relying on trusted voices uh, in neighborhoods, people going to meet their neighbors and talk to them about the census. Now, of course, some people don't answer the census uh, because they don't trust the government. They're afraid the information might be used against them somehow or maybe they just don't want to share personal information. What do you say to those folks to ease their concerns? Well, I think you pointed out a very important uh, factor there, and that is the trusted voices in those communities. So even though we will have extensive commercials on television and radio and billboards and in uh, centers, et cetera, and at, at events, it's very important that the people that they know in the community and that they respect in the community are also reinforcing that message of how easy it is how safe it is and how important it is to that community. So we really, it isn't a, a, a federal agency census, it isn't a federal government census, it's really the nation census. As I say, it's everyone's census and everyone has a stake. So we're counting on everyone to work together and make sure that we get everyone counted. We do have more than 325,000 complete count committees that stretch and actually reach into almost every household in America. In Detroit, we have churches uh, and other places where people go and uh, maybe receive their services that will be assisting and partnering with us. Even though you're focusing on the online mail and telephone efforts, you do still need, as you've hinted, people to work for the Census Bureau and actually go out and talk to people who don't respond right away. You've been advertising jobs with the Bureau. Do you have enough people yet? And if not, how will that affect the count? Well, uh, we have met our ambitious goals, but we're still recruiting. We still want more. We have, we have actually had 2.7 million plus people have completed their applications. We started making hiring decisions uh, for the census takers last weekend. We're, we're hiring uh, more than 10,000 a day, and we'll be doing it for a period of weeks. So if anyone is still interested, we inc strongly encourage to go online and submit an application. Um, and again, they can go to the library or, or wherever they uh, can get access to a computer. And we want people, and we, we use people from the neighborhoods that they're familiar with and with the skills that are needed. Sometimes it may be another language, but we really prefer and to hire people from the communities in which they live. So uh, please encourage all your listeners to, to uh, if, with, if with any interest, to go online as soon as possible and apply for a census job. 
How has the coronavirus pandemic affected the census? I know it's still unfolding. Um, could it hinder your door-to-door -door efforts? Well, it, it, it's possible that we would have to adapt to some new requirements in the door-to-door -door efforts, but that's all the more reason that we want everyone to self-respond by those three, three options, the internet, the phone, or by mailing, because there, the safety, there is no safety factor to those three, and again, they can be done in the convenience of the home. So that would eliminate the need if everyone would do that, but in the event that some people do not self-respond, uh, we still will be using the census takers to go through the neighborhoods and we will adapt to the uh, necessary health practices. We're monitoring it each and every day uh, with the federal, state, and local officials and we will uh, have a very safe way in which we can still count the people that may not have self-responded. One last question. Uh, at a recent congressional hearing, uh, one of our representatives, uh, Rashida Tlaib, asked why there's no box in the census form for people of Middle Eastern and North African descent to identify themselves that way. She includes herself and many of her constituents in that category, uh, and they're concerned that Arab American communities, and we have a large one here in Metro Detroit, might miss out on federal funding and, and representation. Uh, why has that category not been included yet, and might it be available on the 2030 census? Well, uh, that's a very important question, and uh, that is a uh, something that has been studied, will continue to be studied, and what we do have now is a write-in. People can write in uh, the group that they identify with, and we encourage people to do that. You can do it on the internet, you can do it on the form, and you can do it by phone. So we very much encourage that, but it, it's been that way uh, since the 1990s. Uh, and uh, it, it, was not, it was never changed, even though there's been discussion of it uh, for a number of years. We continue to look at it and uh, consider that, certainly for the next decennial census. But for people that have information like that and or that may want to apply for a job, we encourage them to go to 2020census.gov. If, and if they go to that website, they can learn about it, and they can learn particularly, they can see a sample form and see where they can write in the group that they would like to identify with. Anything you'd like to add? No, uh, we just, uh, we're very excited. We want to get everyone to self-respond. It saves the taxpayers dollars, it's more efficient, um, and it also gets around any health concerns people may have. So we, we thank you and we thank all your listeners and hope that everyone, when they receive their invitation in the mail, which could be yesterday, today, or tomorrow, the next days, that they will open it, complete it as soon as possible. Um, and thank you. This is very important to them and to their communities.